welcome back to our podcast in Mindsight, where we discuss thought-provoking ideas and concepts which we came along on our self-improvement journey. As always, I'm joined by my wonderful co-host Yasin. I'm Elias and let's dive right into this episode's topic. What's it going to be about? Well, becoming comfortable by being uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you could even uh, say that our podcast <clears throat> is a mean of becoming comfortable with, I don't know, public speaking. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Do you feel like we've improved over the last, I don't know, 40 episodes when it comes to being more comfortable in the podcast? A bit more Yeah, authentic? man, definitely. I wouldn't yeah. have been able to make an intro like that. <laughs> no, no, I've, I've actually like also listened into a few of the past episodes and the improvements are there, man. I mean, we still have a long way to go with Absolutely. Like, the depth of our topics and how much we can talk about a question and um, all of that. But in general, I think the advice holds up. Um, just start out with blogging or YouTubing or, <laughs> or or podcasting and don't care about the quality of your stuff. Uh, that will come over time. Um, just focus on uh, showing up regularly and Absolutely. you will get somewhere, right? <laughs> and Absolutely. I think like, especially like the last few, last few weeks and last few days, they were very productive when it comes to the development of the podcast because new logo, a um, bit more of professional introduction music. And I feel, yeah. I feel like we're getting there, man. <laughs> man, a bit of self-promotion again at the beginning, but yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, in the beginning, it's really quantity over quality. Yeah. You know, people it's think I have to have the perfect the video exactly mm -hmm. i have to have the perfect podcast idea whatever really it's just about showing up doing the thing you want to do for as long as you can being consistent and all of that all right yeah, man but let's and this episode will be about showing up for uncomfortable stuff man yeah man. um <laughs> well let's give a little bit of context so last week i think was it thursday yeah no yeah. tuesday yeah, yeah. wait monday yeah, some, some tuesday Whatever. Tuesday or Thursday, <laughs> I have no idea. One of them. Anyways, we we thought after the recording of one episode, okay, what can we do for next time? That's a bit more, yeah, man. more interesting, it was, intriguing. It was in specific, the failure episode. Um, right. Because a way of dealing with failure, um, I had that also in my notes, uh, and I didn't bring it up in the last episode, is to... Yeah, uh, put yourself uh, maybe deliberately into uncomfortable situations and um, observing yourself and trying to learn from them. And thereby you prepare yourself uh, better for the unexpected. And Absolutely. therefore we thought, um, you can elaborate it a bit more now. <laughs> well, we thought, why not try, why, why not do a challenge between us two? And say, okay, we, we said, we are going to try to put ourselves in uncomfortable situations uh, until mm -hmm. the next or, you know, un until, until next time we record. And yeah, I think that's what we did. We tried to seek out <laughs> uncomfortable situations. Oh, yeah, uh, we tried to deal with rejection and potential failure yeah. and all of that. Yeah, And today we... we're just going <laughs> to... Did you fall? Did, did it hurt, man? God. <laughs> well, no. Did, did yeah, it, oh man. I, I will have to make a confession about that later. But okay. um, 
Yeah, we <laughs> that, that was kind of the idea behind this. So today we're going to talk about our experiences and how it felt and how we dealt with potential rejection and all of that. Um, but I think before maybe we get into the personal anecdotes, would you like to share some general advice, Elias? Because I see general you have quite some man. interesting <laughs> yeah, notes I, I, here. I thought about it a bit. I, I read a bit about it. Um yeah, man, the general idea is um, intentionally seeking out or at least um, not trying to avoid uh, uncomfortable situations um, or failure. Um, I mean, yeah, obviously it's uh, advisable to avoid failure to some extent, but if it happens to uh, try to embrace it. And um, why would you do that? Because it would be because it is a measure to improve and learn from it. You can examine your own reactions and compare them to other experiences you had before or uh, other fears or things you already noticed about yourself on your self-reflection journey and you can act on them then later. Um, you can get to know your limitations. You can, <laughs> if you know your limitations, you also know your potential. Um, where, where can you where can you do that for example if, if you're seeking that out man um, public speaking moving to another country taking over a job position where you like feel man I, I I'm not sure whether I handled that um, <laughs> uh, just yeah I also have a story about that I think um, being yeah um, reflecting about like when you're being rejected or Speaking up for yourself, asking questions in class. Um, there are like two possible reactions to that. You could either, which many people are doing, um, hide from it, fight the truth. Like if you see like, oh man, actually I'm quite socially awkward. I'm not good in uh, social situations. Or you could like say, okay, it's the environment and blah, blah, the other people's fault. <laughs> um, yeah. As an example, you could, or you could make excuses. Um but what I find attractive about seeking out the, the uncomfortable now is no, actually you take over you, you take over an active position. You are not um, subject to your environment there anymore. Um, you're facing the truth and you're trying to learn uh, fr from the truth. And if you're intentionally seeking out, like a last thought right now here, <laughs> long monologue again. Um, and if you're like intentionally seeking out those difficult situations, um, as an example with our challenges or whatever, um, you have the bonus that it's more or less of a, of a controlled environment in the sense that nothing's at stake if you, like, I don't know, talk to a random stranger in the street. Um, instead of uh, when, when you, like, first experience a, a public speaking moment when you're the CEO of a company, which probably will not happen that way, but... Um, where you can majorly uh, fail. <laughs> yeah. Right. Many thoughts. Um, yeah. <laughs> On that right now. But what do, do you... Let's... Yeah. Let's start that way. Do you think that's a reasonable concept? You mean with de dealing uh, with uncomfortable situations yeah. and kind of direction? Yeah, absolutely. I think especially the part with um, coming up with excuses, kind of fighting the truth, mm -hmm. fighting what you know to be true. Yeah, yeah. I, I can, <laughs> I can relate to that. And actually, to make my confession right now, 
we said in the last episode, I think, that we are going to try to go up to a stranger girl or boy and mm. ask them if it's <laughs> Wait, I thought you when wanted they to fell do that. from heaven. <laughs> well, yeah, but yeah, I didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't um, know. I and, didn't you know, know. I, could, I could come up with some excuses and, you know, all of that. But yeah, I just didn't do it because honestly, uh, I think... I I was kind of I, I mean I went out after the episode I went out so I I had the possibility of mm-hmm. talking to people but I yeah I don't want to come up with excuses I just didn't do it I probably was just terrified coming up with, with excuses for myself um, yeah but I I do it some someday <laughs> but that's that's the that's the first step man like acknowledging that <laughs> yeah yeah. Yeah, it's just weird, man. Going up. I mean, if I were to do it, I would absolutely do it to a girl because I think with guys, it's even stranger. <laughs> um, I mean, uh, if you're in the right girls, location, you know, you, know, you might get a free drink. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> God. Well, and I know, man, it's strange. Just imagine. Imagine you're a girl, right? And there's yeah. some random guy coming up to you and he's yeah, like, you know, it hurt when you fell from heaven. Not really ha, ha, ha. the most attractive guy out there, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, you know? <laughs> it's kind of it's kind of weird. If I mm. were a girl, I was I would just punch the guy and leave. So But Man, I but I but I can completely completely relate to that. Um when I was on my train ride back to Munich a few days ago, like to my student apartment, I also thought, man, yeah, we had actually just have actually this like challenge going on here, and it would be cool if I like randomly tried to talk to someone right now. And then I yeah. thought, man, no, man, what, 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 what would they be thinking? Um, I mean, the COVID is still around, and strangers talk coming up to them i mean the german culture is not really known for for all of that stuff uh, yeah <laughs> and yeah man and i was like thinking man why 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 is it so difficult on paper it sounds so easy man let's just just walk up to the, hey man what what what's up um i'm, I'm trying to talk to strangers more often <laughs> <laughs> yeah and well it was next yeah yeah what what do i know (laughs) well you know i think there's no i have no issue with talking to strangers strangers in general when it's about something normal if there is an underlying uh, reason or occasion (laughs) where it's socially uh, encouraged (laughs) yeah i mean either like that or just normal stuff you know just asking for Mm. the way or where that subway goes to stuff like that no problem whatsoever but Stuff like that that just doesn't make any sense. And just asking strange, mm-hmm. did it did it hurt when you fell from heaven? Like seriously, man. <laughs> Why did we? <laughs> I mean, come it's up not even that. <laughs> oh man. But but would you say it's easier for you to just uh, strike up a normal conversation? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Obviously, that's easier. But um, do you feel comfortable doing that? Mm, yeah, I think I I think so. I think my. Mm, like in the subway okay, maybe, in the train somewhere or yeah well I, we're gonna get into our personal stories and what i did these last few days to kind of mm. put myself in those situations but yeah i think for me there is really just the initial resistance 
of, oh man, this is this is a bit uncomfortable, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, but really, that's just for like one second, and after that, I'm fine. Like after mm -hmm. that, it's really, I have no problem. When it's yeah. a normal thing, you know, when it's introducing myself or just striking up a conversation, just going up to someone, be like, hey, we haven't talked much. What's your story? Where are you from? And all of that. No problem. But like we haven't that talked much to a complete stranger. That's actually accurate. Right? <laughs> what, do you, what do you mean? We, we haven't talked much yet. <laughs> oh, what did you say? I wait, I, I'm, I'm, I don't get what you're referring to. No, what, what did you just say again? Can you repeat that, please? I said, wait, what did I say? <laughs> I said, <clears throat> like, striking up a conversation with mm. someone, asking what's your story, where you're from, stuff like that, mm -hmm. doesn't doesn't feel really uncomfortable. How? It's just that initial second at the beginning yeah, where yeah, it's yeah. weird. And we don't so, exactly know how that person's going to react. But so you, have, so you have done that? Yeah. Like in the past week. Mm -hmm. Oh man, how how did you how did you go about it? How how did you introduce? How did well, you? Okay, let, yeah. let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. So context, um, because I'm now starting to study. Actually, next week, man. Oh shit, um, <laughs> we had. Yeah, tomorrow we had, actually, like, right? <laughs> uh, no, tomorrow's free for me. Oh yeah, like I'm I'm free tomorrow. Ah uh, yeah, but introductory events and stuff. Yeah, but uh, no, generally, like I've no courses on Monday whatsoever. Mm, it's nice, pretty cool. Congrats, <laughs> I do. <Thanks>, man. <laughs> I, I, it was just pure luck though, because mm. I I didn't choose that. It's just whatever. So <clears throat> we had kind of these welcoming days at uni, where you know all the. Um, Freshmen are meeting up and doing stuff together and uh, working around the city and things like that, partying on the rooftop, whatever. <laughs> and, you know, I arrived there and there were already quite a few people. And when I say quite a few, about 100, <laughs> about 100 people, uh, because there were also like a bachelor freshmen, but also masters freshmen and freshmen and all, of all kinds of, I don't know, just I think in total we were like, 250 people something like that mm. and yeah i just arrived there and i wasn't quite sure if they're all from like my bachelor freshman group so i just went up to a group of girls which already um is usually quite strange because you know girls have like <laughs> their little groups and they kind of have this close End of the group story, when you now come have up a to them right no <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> no, Again. that would be funny. End of the story. Now you have a girlfriend. Yeah, sure. <laughs> no, no, I, ju I just went up to the hey, you guys are yeah. are you guys bachelors? Oh yeah, how, what's your name? Whatever, and we just start talking for like two three minutes. Yeah, and then I went to the like people who organized all of that, and I had to, um, well, what's it called? I had to. Oh, I had to do some stuff, whatever, it's not important. And I talked to them and we had quite a nice chat. And then I went up to some more people and just went up to different groups. I think I, in mm. total I met in, in over the course of like 15 minutes, I met like over 30 people uh, or talked <laughs> to over 30 people. And I just went up to groups yeah. and I forced myself to go up to groups of girls because that's usually more uncomfortable. Because yeah. with guys, it's just like, hey, guys, what's up, man? And they're immediately, like, very mm. very friendly and stuff. 
But I went up to group of, groups of girls, and, <laughs> and they're like, I just get the fuck out here, or, or what? Now, <laughs> What's like, your again, the first second, <laughs> the first second was always mm. weird. But after that, I just asked them, you know, what's your name? I tried to remember the names of every single one of them, oh and they kind of, we kind of joked when I messed up the name or when I forgot it or whatever, and kind of, yeah, it, it was it was really fun. So it was quite interesting to see that. Actually, I don't really struggle with speaking once i start i struggle with like this initial resistance of going up to people that's the part yeah. where i have to fight the most but other than that it's mm -hmm. fine nice man but i have to say um not taking away any credit for what what uh, amazing feats you were able to uh strike but. there but but um <laughs> I, it it seems to me like this is a um an event, a location where it's uh, very much encouraged to walk up to others and uh, talk to them. Whereas somewhere randomly, uh, I don't know, over Munich or in the train or so, it's like, no, everybody wants to be on their own or everybody at least uh, thinks thinks that uh, it's the, man, the socially acceptable thing to do is being on their own in that situation. And I think that makes it more right. difficult, right? Yeah, I'm sure. That's true. That's true. But but to but to fi to finish my story, by the way, I felt sure. so uncomfortable with uh, <laughs> with do it, or just with the thought of it that I didn't manage to um, yeah to, to for the whole train rides to to walk up to someone or to 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 talk to someone. I just like said, oh man, yeah, I need to be productive right now, and right. I need to I need to learn some <laughs> Japanese now. <laughs> Exactly. Priorities. Oh, Spanish isn't learning itself at the moment. Sorry. I, I need to look at my phone. <laughs> mm. Yeah. yeah well, man. yeah, I, I get that. Yeah, I, I actually want, want to do it. I, right. I feel like I'm a, bit, I'm a bit disappointed of myself because it's like a jazz, so such a simple thing, actually. The concept of it. I think I need right. to... The, I need concept, to. the concept is simple, but yeah. actually doing it is usually quite can be quite scary sometimes but yeah man i don't know i'm yeah i'm actually gonna focus now more on talking to real strangers but mm. yeah I, I don't know man i mean it's true it was kind of this event and everyone getting to know each other but still i didn't see any people who were like just going up to people yeah and they usually already had the little groups mm. uh, or they knew each other or um because the night before we had an online event on Zoom and there were kind of groups and they already formed groups and all of that and they just stayed within the group. Yeah, I yeah, just yeah. like randomly talked to all kinds of people there. And it was real fun, you know, people are real nice. And um, even if some of them... if Even if some of them had the vibe of don't talk to me, I'm going to kill you. Uh, once mm. you start talking to them, they're really nice also. And yeah, man, it was just a great experience. Uh, experience, okay. and yeah. after that, we kind of went through the city. We had some, how's it called? Did you all, did you guys also do that, like the city rally where you have things to uh, do? Yeah, I think that didn't take place though, um, because of COVID. All right, okay, but but yeah, yeah, yeah we yeah. we did that, and we had to form again groups of people. Most of mm. them I didn't know, and we just went through the city, and I made sure that I talked to every single one of them for at least like mm -hmm. five minutes yep. um 
Yeah, and it was really weird. I just went up to them, literally. We were just walking through the streets. And I just went up to them and was like, um, hey, man, we didn't talk much. What's your story? Where you're from? Uh, Why yeah, psychology yeah. and stuff? Um, there was there was one guy. There were multiple people who were much older uh, than us, like 30-something, mm. and were just starting to study <laughs> psychology. So it was really oh, nice. weird talking to them. Yeah, but it was really interesting. And I just went up to one of them um, who also had like piercings and all of that and um, looked a bit scary in, in a tough way, you know. <laughs> and I just yeah, went up yeah. to him hey, and was like, hey, man, I, I don't want to insult you or anything, but you seem a bit older than 18. <laughs> he started laughing, you know. <laughs> I was like, hey, man, what's your story and all of that? And he kind of told me what he did before mm. and why he yeah, yeah, chose yeah. to study psychology. We had a really nice chat. So, yeah, man, I don't know. It's it's great. Once you start doing it, it's kind of getting addictive. Like, mm -hmm. you want to talk to people. You want to know Sick, man. Yeah, more yeah, about yeah. people. It's weird. But, again, starting is the difficult part. Oh, man. I really... Oh, man, yeah, I really should do that, man. <laughs> Just just from hearing about it, yeah. Um, for, I mean, that's a that's like a, a concept right now that will be derailing uh, the concept of our, or the topic of our episode a bit now. But whenever there are like some uh, get to know each other events or some yeah networking events, the question or the concept that I hate most there is asking the other person about what they're studying or what they are doing, what they are working. I, I feel right. like that's that's becoming so boring and you already yeah. know 500 people who study, um, I don't know, engineering or... <laughs> right. It's like the typical concept, uh, the typical concept, uh, you know, the typical question that gets asked by everyone. What, what are you doing in your life, man? What is your value in society? <laughs> right. Right. Do you have a way around? I mean, um, what I like more at the moment, uh, or what I heard is like, okay, asking, yeah, man, what what's your story? You seem like you you you're a bit of an uh, you don't belong here that much. <laughs> yeah. That that's um, that's already an interesting conversation starter because whenever conversations start like this, they tend to stay super very superficial like okay yeah and i've been doing that and that and i'm so great and <laughs> yeah and not like yeah i think deeper. well i haven't been to many networking events so far so i don't yet know what i would say but when it comes to meeting people in the context i did uh i think yeah what's your story is actually quite an interesting one because you're not yeah. asking what's your name, where you're from, blah blah blah, yeah. and it's getting boring. And like the first five minutes are just useless small talk. You're just starting with what's your story, and people usually tend to start with like the most interesting part of themselves. Mm. Like they usually tend to start, oh man, you know, after I I didn't go to high school and I regretted it and whatever, and I did that and that and that and I didn't like it and I got depressed and now I'm studying psychology and I feel like I'm finally at a place in my life where I'm happy and stuff like that mm. and it gets it gets really deep really fast but the person doesn't feel pressure to do so you know yeah. because you're just asking what's your story and they can choose what they're talking about That's and from then you can yeah. kind of figure out a more interesting question oh but why psychology why not something else and then they're talking about I don't know their 
childhood and how that affected them and you're asking yeah, okay what do you want to go died into and they had they went into depression right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. they needed to you know, get like a that. self-help club and everybody knows that psychology is the biggest self-help club and <laughs> right. <laughs> right right but yeah from then on you can kind of figure out more interesting questions mm. um again networking events i don't know man it really depends on the context but i think honestly i would i would try to make jokes in the beginning to yeah. kind of get people's guard down and to make them more yeah, receptive yeah, yeah. of deep talk you know um and once i kind of kind of figure out what the humor is um what they you know what they like to joke about and stuff like that you can kind of figure mm. out um how you can spark a conversation that's more yeah more deep in a way and that's more relevant to what you're trying to do which is networking um, but it's obviously very abstract right now and theoretical. I have no idea what I would actually ask or do. Um, yeah, still have yeah. to figure that out. But, but yeah, I don't know. I, I guess you have been to more networking events than I have been to. What's your usual yeah, go-to kind of. conversation starter? Is it what they're um, studying? <laughs> I mean, to get to people's cards down, it's also like... Um, Hey man, what's what's your position here in student consultancy? Or I didn't know you before. What's your name? <laughs> right. How long have you been here? Blah blah. Um, but a question I also really like um, for introdu for getting started with deeper topics is like, what would you like to do more of? <laughs> oh, yeah. that's a nice one. Because like that goes into life values and quickly quickly into topics that you can also learn from like always assume the other person has to tell you something that uh, can also make you grow and yeah. when it gets to that then there must be some realizations underlying uh, issues or whatever that you can also learn from yeah absolutely um that's yeah and nice i think i also i also see like a need for improvement uh, here in that networking thing still it's always also usually tends to stay superficial <laughs> yeah i yeah, mean you don't want true. to share your whole life story with the other person <laughs> unless they ask you right you know it's like what's your story oh my dog died and they start crying and you're like oh shit <laughs> mm. <laughs> didn't expect that um yeah i mean but that's a nice one what would you want yeah. to do more of Man, I'm also nice. taking lots of notes here right now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I've been watching some networking, like social interaction videos. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, I also have to take notes on them. Yeah, it's, it's I feel interesting like, though, because... I feel like when it comes to um, that whole networking and interacting with others um, concept, you can watch as many YouTube videos as you want. And they will not prepare you for the actual yeah. thing you have to you have to get out there and get involved and be up for it absolutely well again i haven't been to many networking events but i very much feel like when people try to keep it too professional it gets really boring really fast hmm. like when you're approaching it oh man this guy is i don't know um has a much more important position in this company than I do. And I have to prove to him that I'm uh, smart and that I'm capable and all of that. You know, yeah. 
it gets really boring <laughs> and it gets really superficial. But that's what I would probably try to do to be a bit more a bit more human, a bit more personal, you know. Um do some jokes, laugh about stuff, get into their interests, into what into I think at first things that aren't directly related to their position in that company. Or yeah, that, man. You know? Definitely. Get into Put that. Work stuff uh, aside. Do you have pets? Do you have brothers, sisters? Uh, what's your favorite city to go to? What's your favorite vacation you ever had? And all of that. And then you can go, okay, and how did you end up at this company? Why are you in this position? Do you enjoy it? If if so, why? If not, why? And all of that. Um, yeah, I think just just taking a little bit of a different route could actually take you very far. Because people mm -hmm. are used to just... Yeah, what are you studying? Where are you from? Oh, cool, cool. That's great. Me too. Nice. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. Yeah, I'll, I'll go to the next person. Now, yeah. <laughs> awesome, yeah. All right. Okay. So wh what you said was, okay, talking to strangers really gets addicting quite fast. Um, yeah. Another thing that, in my opinion, gets also addicting once, you, once you've done it once is public speaking. Mm. <laughs> if you if you've done it uh, more or less good um and my okay my story is a bit related to public speaking like the the um challenge story <laughs> um, all right so to speak because um a few days ago in the student consultancy where i'm working at we had the project selection night. Basically, we chose the projects that will be worked on for the next semester um, out of a, like, yeah, a bunch of different projects. We chose that we wanted to choose the best ones. And part of that was pitching for, for, for a project, why you think that project would be suitable. And the thing was that was more or less uh, like spontaneous, like, okay, uh, who wants to pitch for that? And I was thinking like, oh man, the project would be really cool, but ah, I don't want to speak in front of all those people right now. I mean, they're like, I don't know, um, 20 people, uh, all more experienced, like uh, more, even more experienced like I am here, um, <laughs> probably tearing my opinion apart, <laughs> right? judging me um, to, to the brim. Um, and... Yeah. Uh, nevertheless, I thought like, man, just just do it. You have to get better at it, anyways. <laughs> I mean, right. I don't consider myself the best at pitching for uh, anything because I don't really often do it. I mean, usually what you do is pitching for your like own life, right? Like the small talk stuff. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. not like for yeah yeah coming up with coming up with good reasons for like some random projects which. You also don't really have that tight of a grasp on yet because you haven't worked on it. And you don't know whether it will turn out that good. But nevertheless, um, to finish that one, I I forced myself to like, okay, put me on the list here. But please, a bit to the end, I still need time to come up with, <laughs> with right. reason. And yeah, um, I, I did it. It's, I, I kind of messed up a bit in between, like... Uh, talking too fast and trying to get out, um, uh, tr struggling to get out my sentences, <laughs> just like I'm doing right. right now. I mean, the podcasting thing helps a bit uh, with that, obviously. Um, 
I mean, yeah, nobody, nobody killed me for it. Um, it wasn't the best thing that I produced that came out of my mouth, but it was also wasn't the worst thing. And yeah, that's right. that, that's my story, I suppose. Like, <laughs> that's great, man. Just putting myself out there, learning stuff is useful, mm. even though you don't do it right. uh, perfect. That's, I guess, the teaching. <laughs> the, right. the, the, what you can take away from the story. Yeah. So, right. Very interesting. Yeah, I've, I've never pitched for anything but myself as well. So mm. might try that. Might put myself in positions to do that on the spot. I mean, I probably also, I'll probably also soon have to do that as well. Like first pitching for the projects and then pitching for why you, why you are uh, the best person to do that project. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, I'd be like, look at me. <laughs> <laughs> do i not look professional Ex externally i might be shit but internally you know the values count <laughs> <laughs> right right now nah, man i mean i can understand why know. you want to get out of the elevator right now but come on <laughs> now nah, man yeah. i don't know if i if i'd be able to take that stuff seriously i mean in, mm. in the way that i would just joke my entire pitch i would just be joking be sarcastic and be like i mean that's give me I think the that's project like a, i think that's like a method of going going about it right um sure not taking yourself seriously um whenever you're producing some kind of content um yeah not not thinking about yourself as a professional that has to get everything right um will not only lighten up the mood in the room if you're like in your serious company talk uh cracking jokes one after the other um yeah. i mean you have to get a feel for the audience obviously but <clears throat> it will first of all lighten up the mood and second of all you you will not think like you have to do everything perfectly um, because you think you're not <laughs> you're not the prof uh, the most professional person here in the room right yeah i think right. that's a good approach man right. <laughs> yeah and that's something that I've noticed anyway when it comes to dealing with people who are like really introverted, really shy, whatever. And when I'm in a group with them, I have a strong tendency to kind of <laughs> kind of get the mood more, you know, get everyone more energetic and hyped mm. up and all of that. And like, come on, like, guys, let's go and whatever. Let's and rob like, a store right now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, exa <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And because yeah. they're introverts, they're not gonna say anything. So that's mm. perfect. <laughs> nah, no, just kidding. Yeah, you can just like you can just talk them into everything, right? They are right. Soulless beings. Nah. <laughs> nah, uh, man. But um Yeah, I, I find myself whenever it's not it's not only introverts, it's like general people are a bit more shy or very serious, you know, who can't seem to take a joke. I just mm. go in into those situations um very light-hearted very in a way unprofessional you know quote unquote and just try to light the mood and all of that and usually i feel like people appreciate that and it gets yeah, it also, also gets way more productive because people don't have the, that pressure of oh i have to look and speak professionally mm. and whatever and again people are gonna judge me and it's just yeah man let's let's do good work but also have fun
Yeah, you know. Right, man. Right, man. I think I also struggle a lot with that um, usually because what I'm used to still from back in school, and I need to change that, man. Um, that you always have to pref uh, to appear like um, you know something, you know. Always, uh, right. always watched by the the <laughs> teacher or guard dogs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Always, always participating. Always contributing. Always. Yeah. And I think, yeah, that's, yeah. Oh, man, I didn't take so many notes this episode. I also need to change up that. <laughs> right. yeah. But has anything changed um, starting university? Or do you still feel you have to portray a certain image to be professional and capable and all of that? I mean, I think the general, oh, man, Um I mean, yeah, things are changing, I suppose, because I'm reflecting about it at the moment. Um, uh, it's a constant process. But I think my issue is that I connect um, that professionalism and to, to, to appear professionally and knowledgeable and serious too much to my self-worth. Like, right. what, what will other people think of me and the, the opinion of others will... Uh, of me will affect my self-worth too much whether it's negative or whether it's like a positive opinion yeah and i think i need to disconnect that more to um yeah to allow myself to not be serious and to be seen as a joke as a as a joke <laughs> that i a am joke. <laughs> <laughs> oh right. that guy yeah yeah he's been around here for like the last few years he's i mean if, if you don't talk to him he will not do anything to you it's <laughs> <laughs> right he's right. the weirdo of the of the physics department yeah it's <laughs> just let him be oh man you yeah can throw well, a few can... breadcrumbs at him he will appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> i mean yeah i can relate to that definitely taking myself too seriously all the time and um also trying to appear a certain way valuing what other people think and say and whatever but yeah, yeah man I, i i really especially now with the welcoming days of uni i really try to kind of uh get out of that more and start portraying a different image of me and i certain, certainly feel like all of the people i've got to know these past few days even though they're extremely accomplished and intelligent and ambitious and all of that, dude, they're all so chill and so friendly and they can, you can joke with them, you can mess mm -hmm. around and it's, it's, it's a really nice atmosphere. And I think that will help me to kind of, as you said, detach myself more from how I am perceived mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, you know, actions matter a lot more than, how you speak and how you seem and how you dress and all of that. Um, I try yeah, to also, also in public speaking, do. I mean, <laughs> your gestures, your actions. <laughs> right. I <laughs> mean, yeah. much more than what, yeah, this was a joke, man. <laughs> no, but, but it's true. I mean, with public speaking, obviously don't, don't come in khaki shorts and uh, wearing no shoes or whatever, you know, mm -hmm. um, because that's obviously important to still portray a certain image, to be kind of professional in that aspect, but not to take yourself all too seriously. Man, what what are the 
or what is the most uncomfortable thing you did or uh yeah since since you're alive <laughs> <laughs> since i'm alive um yeah, or what, one of the most uncomfortable things oh man hmm i mean you can think about it phys what's the most physically um uncomfortable thing what's the most socially uncomfortable thing you did or right right um, okay yeah Okay, so most physically uncomfortable is probably um, starting to go to the gym, like mm. I don't know, three years ago, what was it, for the first time. With like a one um, and a half year break now, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, man. I'm, mm. Sometimes I'm thinking, man, if I, if there hadn't had been the pandemic and all of that, and I could have been training for three years consistently, Yeah. And eating right and all of that, dude. I would be huge, man. I, I yeah, I, I would be the yeah. rock. But do you notice what you're doing right now? You're <laughs> attaching uh, that to externals, you know. I know, uh, man. I'm just oh, joking. No, actually, you're you're thinking that those are externals <laughs> that you couldn't have influenced. But um, as a self improvement advice here right now, you should have bought yourself some um, weights or stuff like dumbbells or right. those. Well, yeah, I wanted to do that, but I now. Like serious talk, I couldn't do that because I need like 25 to 30 kilograms dumbbells and you barely find those to buy. And if you find them, they're like 2K. But now think about it. The money What? Spend 2K. Oh yeah. Yeah, but now think about it. Is it better to train with, I don't know, 20 kilo dumbbells or with no dumbbells at all? Well, dude, 20 kilo dumbbells still cost 2K. And I don't have... And I didn't have spare less, 2K. <laughs> I mean, look well, on eBay. Somebody will be selling it for 100 bucks. And that will certainly sum up to... Dude, you, can, no, you can forget that. There's no mm. way. I really searched a long time, a few weeks for dumbbells. Or okay, else you, to, actually, you actually searched for it, man. Yeah, but, of course. But man, wait, wait a second. You could have gotten yourself some, something like that, right? Right. And how much is that? Um, how many I think kilograms? It was 50 bucks or so. Ah, so no, no, I mean uh, kilograms. Uh, wait. Uh, two, five, um, ten, eleven or so. And you can get two well, of those, and yeah, you can put more yeah. weights on that. <laughs> okay, sure. Yeah, it's still. I mean, it's better not than nothing. Enough, but Whatever, yeah, it's sure not enough. enough. Okay. I will only do it if all the conditions that I uh, set myself are met. <laughs> kind of. So, can we go back to the topic? <laughs> no, man. Anyways. No, man. Anyways. I feel like you're wrong. So you're so wrong in this situation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. No, Let's move on. Just, just <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I see that you are running away from the uncomfortable, whereas you should actually face it, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not running away, but I know how how much I've searched for it, and yeah. you know that I I still trained oh, yeah. at home. Point, point granted, right? you searched for it for a few weeks. <laughs> yeah, and I didn't have 2k spare money to spend on dumbbells. Yeah. Whatever. Um, so <laughs> the most physically uncomfortable thing I ever did was starting to go to the gym, which also mm. was kind of socially uncomfortable because you know you go there, you're skinny as fuck and everyone around you is really buff and big and you mm. know masculine and all of that and there you come little i don't know 16 i was yeah 16 year old guy 
um, no self-confidence whatsoever. And yeah, just... You little fuck, what are you doing here? Right. <laughs> I mean, that's what I thought. But again, it's just in my head and all of that. But, you know, starting with like 2.5 or 5 kilograms at the beginning is just really, really messing with you because you feel oh man i'm never gonna i'm never gonna get bigger i'm never gonna get stronger mm. whatever i'm always gonna be the skinny and yeah man obviously that wasn't true and it, it has been a great journey so far but yeah that was pretty uncomfortable in the beginning yeah yeah man. Nice, what about nice. you man physically well, uncomfortable physically uncomfortable man um mountain bike marathon i i'd say <laughs> oh yes it was like 50 kilometers which is completely fine if it was flat but it was like i think 1800 or something like that uh, meters of elevation that is uh, well that is about 6000 feet for all of you americans out there <laughs> um right um yeah and why was it uncomfortable well because uh, fucking heat um You feel like you, you're getting a heat stroke at the end. And the most uncomfortable thing was like getting a flat tire and not having anything to, mm. um, to fix it with me <laughs> because I'm stupid. Because I thought, yeah, man, until now, never has anything happened here with, with my, with my uh. bike tire. Why would I take in some extra weight with me during the marathon? <laughs> and not obviously I get a flat tire then, but yeah. Some some yeah. nice people were there and they helped me out and yeah, that was quite cool. So. That's great. Nice nice experience for especially for overcoming like um, the wish to give up, like to ah man, like oh, I don't want it anymore. I lost like half an hour due to that stupid tire right now, and I, right. oh man, it's so and I still have two mountains go to go up to and I don't want it anymore. <laughs> But like pulling yeah. through is, I think it was worth it, just to tell a story. The most um, socially or the most uncomfortable thing in general, maybe. I mean, something that put me out of my comfort zone was um, going abroad for like three months. Mm. Student exchange thing when I was in school and I went to like a French island in the Indian Ocean. <laughs> right. Um I mean, it is uncomfortable to go there, like, um, alone, leaving everything behind when you're still 16 or so, and getting right. into new, get, but all those new experiences and stuff, um, really much, uh, very much worth it. Like, general advice to every student or university student out there, go abroad. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Man, um, that, that actually... That actually also brings me to another um, teaching room right now that might be very valuable in the whole uh, seeking out the uncomfortable thing. Um, whenever you have you face a decision between like, okay, I don't know, something uncomfortable you could do, like uh, your family wants to do a skydiving trip, but you uh, you you fear skydiving, <laughs> for example, right? Or you have you have a problem actually with quite accurate, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And you have to you have the decision of coming along or not doing it. Then you just just like ask yourself, man, on my deathbed, will I regret not having done that thing or having done that thing? Um, 
What will make the better story, man? <laughs> me overcoming my skydiving fear or my, my altitude fear or um, me staying at home being comfortable. And obviously, that's not applicable to every situation. You can uh, put yourself in a really fucked up situation um, yeah. if you only go by that. Because that would mean, okay, I, I go into war right now and I fight against ISIS or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> On my own with my Kalashnikov. And <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because that obviously would make a cool story if you come back, but that's the question, whether you come back. Yeah, right? if you come um, back. Right? <laughs> um, so I always take it with a grain of salt, but I yeah. I feel like that that thought pattern that of, of choosing more uncomfortable things is at least has been helping me out quite a lot. Absolutely. Yeah, man. I think maybe to come back to kind of socially awkward or uncomfortable situations, what I've noticed, and maybe you have too, mm. um, is that, you know, I thought for quite a long time that I'm just not good at social interactions, that I'm just not good talking to people and all of that. And over the last, let's say, two years, I've realized, okay, wait a minute, but actually that's not exactly true. Like, I actually enjoy talking to people and I actually yeah. enjoy introducing myself you and just, all of that. You just have to put yourself out there, right? <laughs> I mean, that for once, but I feel like much of it also came just from people around me telling me that I'm just shy or I'm just mm. introverted and all of that. Uh, like external and kind of, framing. Right. And I kind of adapted this mentality. Oh, man, everybody mm. says I'm a bit shy and that means I am and that means I have to kind of keep acting like it. Uh, and I've noticed whenever I feel my most authentic self, I'm not shy at all. <laughs> and I actually yeah. like talking to people and I actually like, you know, I don't know, introducing myself, meeting people, going out there and having fun or whatever. And yeah, man, I think much of it is framing and the way you've been kind of influenced by other people is that similar man, for you or oh that's so true i started to notice all of that also about me man um man i think like in general i let uh, the the words or the opinions of others influence me too too much there like if they say like oh i'm a very humble person or so um that, that is a very uh, psychologically effective trick um, because they create an image um, of you. I mean, if it's a positive thing, they say. They create an image of you that you have to live up to. Um, or in a negative way, you always are filled with more or less uh, some amount of self-doubt. Like, okay, yeah, all of those people tend to say I'm shy, whereas actually I, I'm, th I'm not sure whether that's true. But, I mean, if they think so, then why, why would I choose that social situation right now? <laughs> right. Right. Um, that's yeah that's a very very good thought you brought up there um, the other people trying to fra frame you in some in a certain way trying to push them into maybe even their own paradigm or worldview um, yeah. and yeah um, that's also also one of the things that makes it difficult to change up certain patterns right if you've always been known in your little uh, village as i don't know the 
well what, what's a good what is it, what's a good example yeah as as like the 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 farmer daughter um <laughs> that uh, loves to care about um i don't know the the animals <laughs> that actually loves that whereas they've been actually just always listening to their their father <laughs> who, who forced them to do that and once once they're gone like okay they can Uh, live out freely then that will just that will um mess with people's worldview about you um because uh, they've only known you like that and they want to force uh, you back into the picture because it wouldn't fit if you didn't uh, continue what you've been doing uh, until then or like that's that's the same thing maybe maybe a more accurate thing also of putting it another story um when you're studying something or when you're beginning to study something like physics or so. <laughs> um, and you you see like, oh man, uh, actually I've been working with physics my whole life uh, so far, but it's not the right thing for me. But all the people out there think that it's the right thing for me because they only know me that way. It's re- really hard to come to the conclusion, right. man, I might want to switch up my, my study thing. Right. A little right. spoiler for the next episode was that also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, man, that's super true. And I feel like we're now coming to an age where we kind of realize those things and realize how mm. much we've actually been influenced by other people and our parents and you know, yeah, people that yeah, we're definitely. close to. And obviously, they're just human. They just do what they can. But you realize, okay, mm. man, but it's kind of fucked up because because yeah. of that, I in many situations, I'm not quite sure how... Mm the authentic me would act because I feel like, okay, people have been saying that about me. And when yeah. I ask people what they think I would do in that situation, they all answer the same thing, but I kind of feel like I want to do something else. Is that authentic? It's just, it's just, it, is that just me trying to prove them wrong? What's going on? <laughs> you know, mm. it gets a bit confusing. And I feel like, and I've mentioned this in the podcast multiple times that after the A-levels, I decided to take a gap year and that was a big reason why, because I felt like in the school system, you had to be a certain way, you had to portray to be a certain yep. way. Um, people thought of you of being a certain way and all of that. And I realized, okay, man, I don't you actually know myself you, that well. You can't get out of that framing and the way things have been for 12 years in a matter of, um, I don't know, four weeks until you have to decide what you want to study, right? Exactly, exactly. I mean, if you and can, then props to you. That's very self-reflective, <laughs> I, I suppose. That's but, impressive. Um, yeah. that, that would be impressive, but yeah. Yeah, it's hard. I, I think it really was a good decision. And also now kind of being more thoughtful about how, what parts of my behavior and what parts of the thing I things I believe are just influenced by other people and aren't mm. actually the authentic me um yeah man man it's a process it's yeah it's a process yeah absolutely absolutely okay man um a few closing thoughts on the topic i'd say now um obviously what we mean with uh, seeking out the uncomfortable and stuff is not that you don't that you have to solve every problem on your own um because obviously, if need be, you can get uh, support from people, places, and patients. <laughs> um, 
people in the sense of uh, people you trust, people that uh, are servers and anchor in your life that will support you. Um, place is basically also like your home um, where you feel comfortable talking about that stuff. And patience, a very important thing um, because we want results very fast, always. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we want to get out of an uncomfortable situation fast, always. And it takes patience and yeah. But um, the main point is like here right now, yeah, you get help if you need it, but only if you need it and not uh, because it makes you more comfortable if you load your problems onto another person. Right. <laughs> so right. balanced, right. Yeah. Um, other than that, I think I'd wrap up the episode right now. Um with um yeah well what did we learn well when you're experiencing feelings of discomfort um you shouldn't run away from them you should embrace them you should acknowledge their your reactions um or whatever comes up internally in you or you should just like take a step outside of you and look uh, on you from the outside man i feel I feel like this person there, he's messing up uh, greatly right now. He's panicking. Why is he panicking that much, man? Um, yeah. Um, therefore, you can become aware of what you're telling yourself, what you're thinking, um, what maybe other people force you to do, what they're framing you into. Um, you can notice that story that you're telling yourself there, and then you can ask yourself, man, is, is that true? Is that what I want to be? Is that how I want to do things? Um and then you can take over action and reframe reframe that discomfort that you're experiencing that uncomfortable feeling into into the the concept of oh man it's a difficult situation i'm right here that means that must be a steep learning curve i can learn so much here um i should actually be more curious about that why am i feeling that way um and what what can i get out of it <laughs> I think I even want to dive deeper into it, man. <laughs> um, haha, skydiving jokes, right? No. <laughs> yeah, got that. Um, yeah. And if if need be, and if need be, man, acquire help. Um, we also uh, discussed that in a previous episode. People are very open for for helping you out. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't man. I suppose. Right. That's it, right? Any last thoughts? That's it. <laughs> uh, no, man. Other than start practicing being comfortable by being uncomfortable. I think that's a nice way to end this. Uh, a nice episode, yeah. as always. Nice thing. And thank you guys so much for listening. Feel free to leave a review, to share it with your friends and family to leave us a feedback send us an email and hope to see you guys next week bye bye